clock, 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 click, clock, clock, clock. Here we go. Finally, the weekend. Awesome. And, like, actually a weekend this time, too. Because uh, I don't work tomorrow, thankfully. And um, that means I'm going to have some time off. Apple Vision Pro, another consideration about it. Uh, some going away parties. Good to see people in person. <laughs> Workouts in. Chinese podcast. What do you think? Possible? Looking for writing teachers and I might just get a new cell phone because I can't be bothered to deal with this anymore. Friday, June 9th, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. Thanks uh, for tuning in. I uh, hope you're doing well wherever you are located, whether it's Canada, the UK, the United States, Australia, or even here in China. Hope you're uh, enjoying the new weather. Uh, well, I guess the uh, the warmer weather, northern hemisphere getting quite warm. I see even back in Canada throughout. <laughs> Big story at the uh, the wind up today was oh thanks Canada for sending the wildfire smoke all across <laughs> the continent. New Yorkers complaining about uh, how it is over, uh, I guess, Alberta's burning. Uh, I'm not too concerned about the uh, air quality of it. I'm more concerned about, you know, ash going into airplanes and stuff like that. Because if I'm flying into um, Vancouver or Edmonton or wherever, that is my big concern that I don't want to um, have any issues with uh, while getting flights. So we'll see. I mean, I haven't heard anything yet. I haven't seen anything uh, major in terms of flight delays and stuff like that, but uh, still two two weeks away from needing to be in Canada. Um, technically, I I still haven't booked my vacation tickets. I just haven't done it, but uh, certainly thinking about it anyway. But yeah, good. Finally, uh, having a weekend here. Going to get some things done. Um, Going to be working on episode number thirty nine of the big cast uh, as well, uh, and uh, getting some. Of course, I'll have the newsletter up and well. Uh, out and everything. Don't have any classes or anything scheduled. It's free going this week. Finally, I mean, I do have to start a dial back. I was talking to some people, and apparently, like, I am one of the only people who's like going hard. I guess you could say I have numbers in my mind, though. To tell you the truth, I mean, and I've heard this from other people. Uh, you know, sort of surviving jobs that you know aren't exactly leading anywhere. If you have a, a number in mind, it makes it a lot easier and helps you sort of push through things. Um, but on the same token, very surprised that uh, more people are leaving. <laughs> like it's, it's just shocking that uh, uh, the, uh, the the number of people, not, not just from this company, but uh, overall, uh, the, although I, I'll tell you the truth, I don't really know anybody too far outside of the company, so whether or not they're leaving, I'm not sure. But at uh, we were at Aerofactory today, and it was packed, primarily with Chinese people, but there were at least one or two other, uh, two other tables, maybe three, of uh, non-Chinese foreigners, basically. So uh, it was good to see that, you know, it, it pop, things are popping, business is back, um, people are out, drinking, eating, supporting the uh, GDP numbers, the economy, and uh, helping, uh, you know, employ a bunch of people and keep people employed as well. But uh, overall... Yeah, I'm surprised that people are leaving. Uh, maybe with the nicer weather, and I know a few people are actually they, they're planning travels, and I see this on Facebook all the time too. People have travels; they're traveling all over the place, trips here, there, and everywhere. I'm like, man, I just want to sit here and chill. But that's part and parcel of me, I guess, going hard, and especially as like, this past week, finally 
Maybe Make Your Movie is sort of wrapped up. And I have all the videos and everything uploaded to both accounts. So it's uh, my, my creative season has ended. And I'll tell you, working full-time, working out, helped substantially in getting all of this done and, and keeping sane. Uh, not drinking so much, that that also helped. But Maybe Make Your Movie, all these creative projects I did, uh, language classes and everything. I mean... Thursday night was kind of a day off, an evening off, but this would be sort of my first full day off. Maybe, actually, well, I, I next Saturday would be a day off as well because after next, like, next Friday is my last day of work for, I've, I've, I've untech, made myself unavailable for the, the rest of the month, uh, giving myself that sort of leeway of whether or not I, could, I, I can leave or I don't have to leave and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so next Saturday would be my first full day off vacation mode on you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe next saturday I'll be like Fuck, i really should book some tickets to go somewhere i was actually thinking in terms of where i would go I, i've been talking about poland and ukraine um i was thinking i could just pick anywhere that's cheap outside of beijing like fly from anywhere or fly to anywhere basically i don't have i'm not committed i don't have to be committed to going to poland and ukraine although it would be nice uh, it's just kind of the idea with shrinking or pushing back my departure date, uh, the idea was to sort of be in, beforehand, was the idea was to be in Lviv and then Kiev for two or three days each. I wonder if I could just go do it one or two days each and then that's it, go back to Poland and then maybe somewhere else after that. So, uh, But it's like on the move, right? You're always on the move and I'm not sure if I really want to do that. Plus, I'm going to have some gifts for the kids I don't want to be bouncing that stuff all over the place and shaking it up and wrecking it if I uh, if I don't have to. Apple Vision Pro, another consideration. So uh, I'm listening to this podcast, No Agenda Podcast, and I suggest that you guys uh, have a listen to this uh, podcast. They do a sort of a, a media de- deconstruction. They're very good, and they're very committed to their jobs. Um, and they we're talking about the Apple Vision Pro. One of the guys uh, actually says, hypothesizes that, these goggles are basically for military purposes that it's the the reason why it's so expensive that uh, well it is expensive for a consumer product it's a new operating system it's uh, a completely new sort of product type a category but for the cost and for the feature set that's involved he's he's saying that they're they're targeting military applications like military training basically they're not looking uh, to really make a lot of money off the consumer segment, they're more looking at the um, military uh, military contract orders, basically, or order contract, whatever it is, right? So the military would be spending, like, the, the, these goggles retail for 3500 The military would soup them up or whatever and, you know, buy them for five or $6,000. And so Apple's sitting there going laughing just how much money they're raking in on these things because... On the consumer model, the $3,500 one, they're not making very much coin. So, I don't know about that one. I was thinking about this, and I didn't realize, actually, that these these goggles are going to have their own operating system. Kind of like, there's Mac OS, there's iOS, uh, and then there's like also the uh, the watch, like um, the iWatch and stuff like that. So, there are they have different ecosystems uh, for sort of each product category that they have. Uh, the big ones being iOS and Mac OS. They've 
been combining them or shrinking the, making them very similar, uh, allowing them to sort of be a little bit more interactive, if you will, uh, which is a good thing. Now, um, Vision OS, what, what's it going to be called? Apple Vision S, uh, OS, whatever it is, but it's a new operating system. I didn't realize that they're actually rolling out, and that's one of the reasons why they announced it now in June is to give the time uh, for developers to actually start playing around with it, tinkering with the code, seeing what's possible, what they can develop. I'm guessing there's beta programs that you can enroll in if you really want to uh, and see what people are working on. Um, kind of neat. The fact, one of the things, that, at least according to the demo videos, is that unlike the other goggles where you need a controller and you need to have your arms up in the air waving around in a certain sort of sensor box, this one, it's like you, your, your hands are in your lap and you're very relaxed and you're just, you're flicking through. It's like they literally made it as easy as possible again. So again, this is a trademark of, or a feature of Apple, making things stupidly easy that it just becomes so comfortable and natural to use. A lot of people are commenting about how creepy it is to see your eyes. No, this is, this is what's needed. You look at those, you can't use the Oculus headset and make coffee at the same time. If you are, if you are uh, at a work meeting or something like that, keep in mind, with these Apple Vision, um, uh, whatever, goggles, you got the battery pack with you for two hours, and you can plug it in after that if you're sitting down. But to be portable, you can get up, you can, while you're still working, look through these goggles, see what you're doing, uh, make your cup of coffee. People can see what you're doing. So that if you need to, I don't know, talk to your spouse or your partner or the delivery guy, it's not, you're not seeing some eyeless people. If anything, it's the other goggles that are creepy. The ones that you can't see the eyes. This is perfect that you know when someone is in, is occupied, you know what they're doing. Uh, you know that they're awake. You're not distracted. And it's not, it's not a big surprise. You know, people aren't going to, you know, spook you by sitting there in the chair with the, you know, the headset on, and all of a sudden they come alive and jumpstart, and they, they spook you. No, it can't happen. With these uh, vision goggles, you're able to see what people are up to all the time. My other idea with this, and I was thinking, I'm not a big programmer, so I'm sort of at the, uh, the mercy of whatever programs are made for this thing, and I was thinking, how much, how, how easy is it to program? I'm, I can't like it's just I would love the I love the idea of programming but let's face it it's not my forte these goggles think of it if they are moving if we are going to work from home more often if we're more portable you're not going to be bringing a, a, a laptop with you you're going to have a cell phone which can act as a modem and also act as a conduit to the cloud. And so what happens is that all of a sudden you have these, uh, these goggles that you're wearing accessing files from the cloud that you can then put onto your phone or uh, you can, uh, with the, the, the applications, you can share through applications on your phone as well. But anything and everything will be shared into the cloud. It's gonna be wireless. So. It's a, an office, it's a modem, it's a media experience that 
I think is going to fundamentally change how we consume our work, how we do our work and consume our entertainments. For me, as a content creator, I go, how do I, how do I broach this? How do I get into this sort of thing? That's the big thing. If anything, now is the perfect time to be getting into content creation. Start, whether it's 3D material or not, if you're, if you have the idea to create something with these goggles coming up, think of like, if you're, I don't know, let's take an example, ESL teachers. Even if you don't want to teach, you can create an immersive experience for a student. It doesn't have to be all students. One student. Someone can download it. They can interact with you or not interact with you. But you can create a presentation that takes people through step by step. That's immersive, 3D, and very customizable uh, for these uh, for, for your clients. Maybe not so much customizable because then you have to actually know what their, their issues are. But you could fix that as well because the, the feedback mechanism where you can have that sort of uh, what do you think about this and uh, you know bullet points or different selections what are you having trouble with is it what type of grammar structures you can really get into some detailed feedback use that create stuff real time and then spit that out to all your content channels and have it deployed immediately so if, uh, no, I think if you're if you want to be a content creator, get in on it. It's uh, definitely the way to go. Uh, if anything, overall these these go- these goggles, I'm thinking, if anything, they're they're more like the modern iPad. People didn't think they needed an iPad. That a lot of people don't need it. I even when I bought it, I was kind of like, ah, you know, do I need it? Will I need? It? Will I use it? And now I sit here going, yeah, it's it's become useful. I wouldn't say indispensable, uh, slowly, but it's not a, it's not a laptop killer for sure. No, 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 no. You are not replacing, if you're doing any sort of heavy lifting on your, uh, your laptop, like video editing, audio editing, any sort of multitasking that you need multiple applications and stuff like that. The iPad, like tablets are not for you. You need a computer for that and you need multiple screens, which this is what those goggles are probably going to be, uh, taking away. Uh, anyway, yes, so going away parties, uh, went off to uh, Aero Factory, I'll finally get to see some people face-to-face, haven't seen some of these people in a long time, <laughs> uh, and um, this guy, the guy who was leaving today, he's not, he's only leaving the company, he's not leaving Beijing, um, interesting to talk to him about, uh, the conversation like real estate and stocks comes up every now and then um, at these gatherings, as, you know, adults talk about, not kids anymore, not just video games anymore, sadly, uh, but uh the being able to look at Chinese real estate, whether it's a better investment than buying a property somewhere else in the States uh, or in Canada. It's one thing I've never dealt with. Um, maybe I'll have to just as to as a method to diversify. But, uh, and, you know, having a place to, you know, put all your stuff, <laughs> maybe a good idea. I think a lot of other people have that too. It's called home, right? Or at least a investment property of some sort. Workouts in. So dogging it today was uh, kind of tired again. And I was kind of wondering just how much I wanted to push myself uh, after uh, getting better from whatever it was that I had last week. Feeling a lot better, to tell you the truth. Like it's it's gone. Whatever it was, gone. Four mile run with the weight vest at lunchtime. And then after that, the goal was only to do 50. But I ended up doing 100. 
it took me a whole hour to do. It took me the basically the whole afternoon to get through all of these hundred push up, hundred pull ups. But I did it with the weight vest. It's a four kilo uh, weight vest, by the way. So by the way, so it's about eight nine pounds around there, maybe ten pounds. Um, but I did so I did the four mile run. I didn't do any skipping, double unders or box jumps, but uh, four mile run took me forty two minutes or so. And then upstairs, came back up, and yeah, I was able to do over an hour, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 squats. Um, now, it, to tell you the truth, it actually might be 97, or it's 102. I'm not entirely sure. I might have miscounted one set, uh, or missed a set, but it was roughly around 100, 100, 200, 300. Uh, so I'm actually kind of impressed that I did it. Um, not that I had any doubt that I could actually no I did I was doubting whether or not I could actually do 100 pull-ups with weight vest on not as difficult as I thought it was going to be I was surprised I could get it done on the same token um I don't I don't know if I could do it any shorter than an hour because <laughs> as I've said before pull-ups don't really get any easier the more you do consecutively they actually get a lot harder to do and I remember when I first started doing this type of uh, workout it's called the Murph by the way so you do 100 pull-ups, 200 uh, push-ups, 300 squats, and you run one mile before and after the, that set. It's a great workout, and it should only take about 50, 60 minutes to do, in theory, even unweighted. It shouldn't take you that long. Um, and uh, So it's a, maybe 45 minutes or something like that, but it's a nice, quick, tight workout. When I first started doing that, and I still... Uh, I haven't done them all in a row in a very long time, um, but when I first started out trying to do the all these, the, you know, the, the pull-ups, push-ups, and the squats, I mean, I would get to like 30, 35 pull-ups um, in doing sets of five or 10, then five, and then four, and then three per set, and then it's like just one, 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 and I would do that. I'd have, to, I could only do like one, but I could do it 25 times in a row, but I'd only be able to do one pull-up. i get off the bar, walk, come come back to the bar and stuff like that. So it's, it's not easy, but at the same time, it is uh, perfectly possible. Glad I did, got it done. And then, of course, after work, slow weights, workout, uh, making sure I get that token Friday night, Friday night pump, if you will, before I headed out to the uh, the pub, to the bar, to uh, for this going away. Chinese podcast, what do you think? Um, I'm not sure if I'm confident enough. Actually, it's not the confidence. I'm not sure if my language is good enough. That's the thing. It's like, I do have the confidence to do it. Uh, I just know that um, Chinese speakers can be very harsh. Or Chinese trolls. Maybe it's not Chinese speakers. Maybe it's Chinese trolls. Not even Chinese. Trolls. Internet trolls would probably take me to task for either my pronunciation or my vocabulary or my grammar. I was thinking this going... One of the things that sort of gave me this idea was uh, I have this one teacher from Kazakhstan. She speaks uh, English, uh, another East Slavic language, and then also Mandarin Chinese, and she's like HSK6, and she teaches Chinese. She does conversational practice because she's very good. I was thinking that's something I could do. And imagine if I had a podcast in English and then a Chinese podcast as well, offering extra sort of work or content for people to consume. Because I know... As a language learner, it's very difficult to find uh, appropriate le- level appropriate material that you can listen to, that you can get familiar with, and then take that to your teacher and ask 
and inquire about it and stuff like that. So that's one of the ideas. And I was kind of thinking it might almost be time to be moving on to italki and set up a profile or something. I'm not sure. This is not something I'm going to do right away. Uh, but somewhere along the line, I think italki, if they, I don't know if they are the future of ESL, but they sure make uh, it interesting or easy. And a lot of my teachers, uh, at least the good ones, <laughs> um, are busy. Like they are busy all the time. And they have they block off certain times where they can work and where they can't. The only problem with italki and the whole schedule, like it's very flexible scheduling, but there's a couple things. One, people basically looking for the cheapest cost, like the cheapest class possible. You can be the greatest teacher in the world, but if you don't offer a cheap class uh, or if you're not available, they'll find someone else, which is good. As a language learner, this is good. It's a very open, democratic, you can choose all sorts of people to uh, to deal with. And plus, I mean, how, how different is a language? And let's... You're learning a language on your own. Regardless of the teacher, you actually have to put the time in and learn the language on your own. That being said, good teachers will be able to will be a little bit more effective in guiding you, offering you more resources, some feedback, and then also enabling you helping enabling you to actually perform and be as proficient as you can, whatever your level is. It's an idea. I also was kind of thinking if maybe one of my Chinese teachers would would be interested in doing a Chinese podcast. And with this, it wouldn't be so free form. I would be depending on ChatGPT. I'm not going to lie. But the idea would be that we'd have a script. And I, th I think if I knew the script, knew the target words and the target grammar, I could probably pull it off. I'm at that level where I would feel confident enough that I wouldn't. Although ad-libbing would be difficult, following a script might not be so difficult. So that's something uh, uh, to uh, think for, uh, think about for a little bit. I am looking for writing teachers on italki. I was also thinking about doing the BLCU course. Um, not sure if that's going to happen. They kind of sent me back just a standard email that gave me a, all the information that was on the website. And like it took you six days to get back with me on a copy-paste website. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Uh, not. That wasn't very useful at all. But uh, I am looking for writing teachers. And there are some available on italki for like 35 quiet. Like 7 bucks Canadian or something. I'm thinking... I don't need video calls. I don't need someone to yak at me uh, about like what I'm doing wrong with my writing. I want to be able to write a piece, send it in, have them correct it, give me some feedback on what I'm doing wrong, and then use that going forward. <sighs> Finally, might just get a new cell phone. I really don't want to be dealing with this uh, thing anymore, but I'll have to talk about that another time. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Sh uh, show notes and tracks up on my website, stephenserski.com. Have a great weekend. Hope you're well out there. Stay safe. Get your runs and eat your broccoli. And uh, try not to drink too much, okay? Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.